0: Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Fanatics podcast, and this is our finale for the 2022-2023 Fantasy Football season. We will be going over our awards for the season. We have five categories. The value of the year, bust of the year, the best playoff performances of the year, the worst playoff performances of the year, And in Segment 5, our MVP. Now we'll start off with our value of the year. And I'll give a shout out to a very underrated player. Even in 32-man leagues, his player wasn't rostered that much. Congratulations to Jarek McKinnon for winning our value of the year. Later on in the season, he became the number one back. Got all the receiving work, put up some great performances, had four or five games with 20-plus, really helped catapult some teams to the playoffs. Most teams got him off the waiver wire. No one went into the year expecting, oh, my God, Jarek McKinnon is going to lead the Chiefs backfield. He's going to be amazing. No, he was completely out of nowhere. Congratulations to Jarek McKinnon, one of... My favorite players that I rostered. I picked him up in a few of my leagues, and man did he pay dividends for everybody. Dropping bombs left and right. You know, there was nothing nothing other fantasy managers could do. I had him playing Josh Jacobs as my RB Josh Jacobs' as RB1, Jarek McKinnon, as my RB1. No problem, Jarek McKinnon's got it. Great performance this year. Um congratulations to Jarek McKinnon and I hope you guys all get him on your roster next year. He's a great player. Segment two, the bust of the year. Now, does anybody have any guesses? Surprise, surprise, it's Kyle Pitts. We've all heard about Kyle Pitts. The problems he's had was drafted as a top three tight end, third round, second round even in some drafts. He was, like, tight end 24 in points per game. Never could get it going. And his underlying stats were great. Was targeted often. Had a great percentage of the team's air yards, but just could get nothing going. They didn't use him properly. He was blocking a majority of the time. The team ran the ball at a league high rate. Kyle Pitts on the Falcons could get nothing going. And if you had him... You might as well have dropped him week one. He did absolutely nothing. <laughs> if you're in Dynasty, you got a little bit of hope. But if you're a regular man, oh my god, he was brutal for you this year. Um, Just awful, 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 awful. Which introduces us to our new feature we're having on the show. We'll be starting it up next year as well. We're going to start it here. And I call it the Forest of Mediocrity. Now, players will occasionally be put in the Forest of Mediocrity when they are underperforming, have a few bad weeks. But Kyle Pitts, congratulations. You are going deep in the Forest of Mediocrity. Congratulations. Thank you for ruining everybody's seasons. <laughs> Next on the awards show, we have segment three, our best playoff performances. Now, I wanted to give a shout out to someone not traditionally thought of. Four of the five games, he had a 10 plus points was a deep, deep sleeper, and outperformed Justin Jefferson and Devontae Adams in the last three weeks of the season. Congratulations to Isaiah Hodgins. The waiver wire pickup from the Bills, he signed with the Giants and became their wide receiver one. Danny Dimes had a great connection with him. And honestly, man, he was a desperation play for a lot of people picked him up off the waiver wire, praying and hoping, throwing him into that flex slot, and he, he delivered. He was pretty consistent. Um, sometimes that's all it takes, man. You pick up a player off the waiver wire, you got a hope and a prayer, and someone like Isaiah Hodgins will come through for you. Congratulations to Isaiah Hodgins. He is no longer in the forest of mediocrity. He was unheard of before this, so he is way out of the forest of mediocrity, and now he is—he will be remembered for this season, saving players, saving, just saving everyone. Man, he was great. Now, segment four: our worst playoff performer. Two point five fantasy points and 7.5 in the weekly championship. This was a the wide receiver one, Justin Jefferson, man. Welcome to the forest. He most likely carried you to your playoffs, and then once he got there, he was ready to... He was done. He was finito. He's like, I got nothing left to give. He... Oh, my God. He was forced-fed targets, too. It was so painful to watch, especially if you watched on live live television. Kirk is underthrowing. Kirk Cousins overthrew him. Kirk Cousins threw something at his feet. Like, it was so painful to watch. I'm so sorry if you drafted Justin Jefferson. You had 15 weeks of amazing performance, got to the playoffs, and he did nothing. I hope you had Isaiah Hodgins on your roster because he outperformed Justin Jefferson in the playoffs. And our MVP. I'm going to go a different route here than a lot of people went. A lot of people went Saquon, CMC, Austin Eckler. I am here to inform you. You are wrong. The biggest positional advantage ever in fantasy football Welcome Travis Kelsey. he If you had him on your roster, you probably went to the playoffs. You could have been throwing bums out there. Heck, you could have started Kyle Pitts along with Travis Kelsey, and Travis Kelsey would have carried you to the playoffs. He outscored every other tight end by over 100 points in PPR. He carried you, man. In the playoffs, he wasn't great. But then again, the tight ends are not great ever. I mean, he just balled out. I mean, congratulations. I know a lot of people drafted him around the turn, like 108, 109, 1010. Next year, I legitimately might be taking him 101 because he is such a big positional advantage. I would like to thank everyone for tuning into the podcast. We will see you guys next year. Have a great one.